Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Ladies, Ladies Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast. We're so excited you guys are joining in. Very I excited. hope that you guys are having a good week. I hope that you are just filled with blessings and the joy of the yes, Lord. Yes, hallelujah. It is summertime. I know it has been hot. It has been really hot, but I don't know. Something about this weather just got me feeling motivated to just live life to the fullest and just enjoy it to show yes. up to be out and about to just be surrounded by friends yes. and family and the weather the nice weather feeling. the rainy weather just the warmer weather yeah 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 yeah, yeah. for sure exactly. absolutely summertime feel just makes you want to you know be out doing stuff it makes know? me want to travel yeah <laughs> yeah that's for you sure get travel fever but i don't know if i get to travel this year but that's, that's sure. okay i got people coming in so we do. I'll that's be doing right. my traveling through them, I guess. So <laughs> That's right. It's yes. going to be awesome. All of our love and prayers out to Lisa today. Yes. You guys just continue to keep her lifted up. We miss you, Lisa. Pray we love her. you. We love her and we support her in her endeavors. And, yes. um, you know, she hopefully she'll be back with us shortly. So, yes. um, man, yes. it's been a crazy week. So, uh, last week, I know we kind of just word vomited on you guys. Yes. <laughs> Because there was a lot to process. Yeah. There was a lot that we dealt with last week that was just kind of mind-blowing. And we just didn't know which direction yes. to go. We didn't know how to feel, what we were supposed to feel, how yeah. to process. Right. You know, and it just felt extremely overwhelming last week. Yes, it was. It was very overwhelming. But you know, God has a way of showing us things. Yes, he does. So, I guess we're just going to dig right in. Yeah. Starting as the week went, it was so heavy, so heavy all week. Yeah. Uh, trying to be joyful, mm-hmm. you know, finding the scriptures, the joy of the Lord is my strength, yeah. and all the scriptures about joy, and knowing I have joy in me, but knowing, not knowing how to portray that because there was a heaviness just sitting on me. Right, right. Because I didn't know what was to come right. with this situation and, and with the funeral we had to face and stuff, but... Yeah. You know, God is always in control. Yes, he is. I prayed to him. I praised him all week. I uh, just told him, Lord, this is hard. You know, I can't do it without you. And, and he just got me through the week. There was people that encouraged me. There was people that I got to encourage just in conversations. There was a lot of good things going on, even though I had a heaviness on me. There was a lot of good conversations and and uh, people that I feed into were feeding into me. Yeah. And so that was really cool. People on my van that I could talk to. And they're like, you're quieter this week, you know, and I would just share a little bit. And they had good, encouraging things to say to me. I love that. I love that. I love the people that I get to pick up and bring because you think they're just homeless or they're just people that, that, you know, got backgrounds that are different from us. And they are. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more than other people. Yeah, yeah. And they have thoughts and they care about people, too. That's right. And they care about me. And they were feeding back into me. Helping me feel better about yeah. how I was feeling. And I just love that. And I love that God has brought these people into my life. I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah. Where where it feels like there's no hope for them. Right. But yeah, they can give hope to me too. Right. You know. So it was really cool. It was really good. Um, and uh, That's the important part about community. And that's what we continue man. to try to stress yeah. you guys. Because, you know, no matter how strong you are. And I mean, I will just say this. And this is probably where I'm at right now. Like, no matter how strong you are, you need people in your tribe who cool. who can who can hold your arms up when you're tired yes who can help pull you back to yourself whenever you are just struggling with it yes 
And it's hard, you know, if you're the one that's always doing the growing, then you got to get around people who are growing too because otherwise you don't have people yes. to correct you when you're out of line. You that's don't have right. people to bring you back into alignment that's right. with what you're supposed to be doing, you know. Yes. One thing I've learned, it's very easy to surround yourself with people who accept mediocrity right. and who accept uh, settling into comfort and not striving to challenge themselves or to do what they're called to do, not striving to be uncomfortable, to actually surrender to Jesus. It's really mm-hmm. easy to fall in with that crowd. Yeah. And it 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 is not fun when you know that you're called to different and then you settle in that crowd. You're mm-hmm. always there's always gonna be an uneasiness in you because yes. you know that you are called to more and yes. you are called to different. Yes. That's why it's so important to have that type of uh, crew around you, you know, oh, to fits help. right into what Stephen Furtick said today. Yeah, yeah. I love what he said. He yeah. said, um, we try to fit into things we aren't made for, yeah. whether it's people or jobs or whatever. We try to fit into things that God did not make us for. Yeah. Um, and he, t- he used the example. He told his wife, take off your blazer. And she did, and he put it on. And he said, see, I'm trying to fit into this blazer, and it does not fit me because it wasn't made for me. And that was such a powerful, powerful word and such a great example of, yes, in life we try to fit Mm -hmm. into places that we're not supposed to be because they weren't made for us. We try to fit into people who won't hold us accountable, but we don't belong there because we belong with the people who are going to hold us accountable in the things we do. And because we can take it. They can say, hey. I see you're doing this, but I thought you were, you know, where you at? I thought you were supposed to do this. And they say it with love, and they yeah. say it with kindness, and they say it because God has told them to say it, you know. Yeah. And and so, and we can take that because we're strong in Christ. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of people we belong in. It doesn't mean we might not go, ouch, ugh, mm-hmm. this is hard, why are you doing that? But we know that's the kind of people we're supposed to be around, people that are going to call us out. When we're not being where we're supposed to be, where we don't fit yeah. in. I mean, that's that's the truth. That I mean, honestly, being somebody who, you know, is... I, I recognize that a lot of my life, I have tried to be quiet mm. and to stay out of the way and, yeah. and just be um, just unnoticeable, just come into rooms and just not be like the center of attention. I've tried that for a long time, but... This is the thing. I know that I'm called to be set apart. And I'm just now in this season of my life for the last really few years. I'm recognizing that, you know, I can't be anybody but me. Yes. And who I am, I'm not a passive person. I do speak on what I see. I yes. do hold my people accountable. Yes. I do expect growth if you're in my direct, yes. you know, friendships or direct community. You know, I do expect people to call me out if I'm out of line. I do expect these things because this is a part of who I am and it's a part of the culture that I want to cultivate. And for so long, you know, I was just seeing and looking at how other people were moving and I thought that that's how I had to be Mm. to just kind of be out of the way, not realizing that did not fit me. That is not who I was. That's not who I am. You know, uh, and, you know, that's a lot of the reason why uh, uh, people honestly just admire me and my friendship because I don't hold my two cents, you know, and I'm going to tell you in love and I'm going to tell you where you're wrong and I'm sorry if it hurts, but it's never, ever, ever 
out of a bad place. It's always out of, hey, this is what I see, and you can take it or leave it, but this is what I recognize. This is what's going on, and it's so important to have community like that because you have to give yourself permission to live to your fullest potential. And if you don't quite know what your fullest potential is and you're kind of shying away from it, then it's going to be real easy to try to blend in with people who are okay with mediocrity. It's going to be real easy to try to fit in, you know, um, just speaking of clothing and how, you know, Stephen Furtick's message went that one size fits all, you know, that whole idea that, oh, this yeah. applies to me too. Mm-hmm. And no, it doesn't. It doesn't apply to you. That's you are right. set apart. That's right. The Bible says that you are uh, chosen. You are a royal priesthood, yes. a holy nation, <laughs> yes. his own special people. So That's he right. has set us apart, meaning that we don't look like the world we don't act like the world we don't talk like the world you know there are things that we're supposed to do to set apart now of course we're not perfect of course we all have the things that we're struggling with but it's important that we are understand when there's something in you that almost like it's like an unction to go a different way or to act a different way or to speak on something when you normally wouldn't Mm -hmm. i mean if it's lining up with the bible a lot of times i would say like man that's just your spirit teaching you how to be different. Yeah. How do you how do you speak up when maybe you wouldn't normally speak up? Right. Or how do you address something when maybe you w- normally wouldn't address something? Because right. there's things in us that, um, you know, are we're required for me anyways. I feel like it's a requirement for me to grow. Yeah. And I feel like if you're not growing with me, then well, yes. we're stuck. And I don't want to be stagnant. Right. You know, stagnant water don't do nothing, but. Girl, bring out the mosquitoes and, and I don't want no blood sucking disease filled right. people latching on to me because mm-hmm. I'm over here in stagnant water. That's I need right. to make sure that I'm growing and the people yeah, around me are growing too. Here's the thing. If you're walking along and you step in the mud and you're stuck and you can't figure out why you're stuck, I'm going to come along and tell you, look, you're stuck because you stepped in the mud, but I can't take those other steps to get you out of it. Yeah, that's good. You got to take your own steps to get yeah, out of it. Yeah. But I can be there to tell you, look, to help you. Yeah. Look where you're at. Where now, you can't see. Yeah. yeah. To encourage you and to to let you know this is what you're stuck in. Come that's on. Good. You know, and and to try to help you pull out of that. So. That's good. And I, I just I just wanted to say that because, you know, as, as she's talking about, you know, fitting into mm, the purpose yeah. and the call that God has for you, it's so you know, important that we understand where we do and don't fit in at. Yes. And, you know, it's not us being in places and acting like we're better than people or anything like that because that's never the case. Right. It's just us knowing what we will and won't allow. We don't have to look down on somebody because they don't do, because they do something that we don't. Because at the end of the day, this is my conviction. And I understand it's not your conviction. And I don't hold you at fault for that. That's right. You know, this is just my conviction. And this is how I live my life. That's and, right. And that's okay. You know, it's okay to love people where they're at and still hold yes. on to your own conviction. Yes, because we all do different things in life. We all have different ministries and different things that we go out and we do. Yeah. And that's okay. But you still got to have accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, the the women's group I have, we all go do our separate things. Yeah. But we come together for that one thing. That's very true. You know, and like Lucretia, we do so much together, but she's got her ministry that she does, and i got my ministry that I do. Yeah. And so, but we hold each other accountable. And, sure. and Lisa, too. And that's just the way we all do. Yeah. So. That's just um, the way that we are, you know. So, um, going through last week felt really good to have people yeah. that encouraged me. That made me feel like I fit in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because they could give back what I had been giving out. It's like yeah. planting the seed and watching it, it grow. It was. <laughs> it was. I, w- I will say, 
it was probably, I mean, Thursday we had our friend's funeral. Um, It was probably one of the hardest Mm -hmm. but most rewarding days of my life because we walked through the burial, we cherished his memories, you know, we heard about his greatness, his legacy, you know, everyone sharing memories, all that great stuff, but at the end of the reception was the most beautiful thing oh, you man. Know, because we did an energy circle and that's just where you, you know, you stand in a circle and you hold hands. Yes. And we played the song, the Rose by Met- Bette Midler. And if you've never heard that, or you've just been like me where you've heard it on Napoleon dynamite and, and you think of it funny whenever you hear it, uh, I really just think you should listen to it and listen to your heart meaning. Yes. Because this is something that we did in pathways, which is the program we went to in Dallas a while ago. And, you know, we just stand in the energy surgical and listen to the song with our heart and hold hands. And there's one part in the song. It says, when the night has been too lonely and the road has been too long. And you think that love is only for the lucky and the strong. It says, just remember in the winter, far beneath the winter snow, uh, here lies the, the seed. The seed. That with the, the sun's, sun's love. love. In the spring becomes a rose. Becomes a rose. Yeah. And uh, anyways, during that part, that everyone's holding hands, and we all hold our hands up together during that yes. last part of the song. And we did that this week. And, I mean, my heart mm. was filled so to powerful. capacity with mm-hmm. love. I mean, I just felt. Now, you guys, I, I am a Christ believer. Okay? Yes, I, yes. I am a Christ believer. Absolutely. But I understand terminology when people use the word energy, okay? Mm-hmm. I felt the energy in the room. I yes. felt the love yes. in the room. I felt how many people were present, how yes. many people loved me, how much just that everyone there was loving on each other. Yes. We were remembering our friend. Yes. We were understanding the importance of a life and yes. what it means. And it, I just felt so filled. I mean, yes. I was balling y'all i was boohooing like a baby and we all come from different walks of life and different areas and different cities and states and people flew in from other places and because he was portuguese yeah he was from portugal so so he had family in california and that flew over and just to feel all of that loving people right where they are and feeling them love us right where we are in that circle it was was beautiful beautiful. it was so yeah like she said it filled you to compassion that's how i felt i just i felt i left that you know song that circle that place and i felt so full like thank you god and you know sometimes you guys we're we're running on empty Mm -hmm. sometimes we're just trying to do so much for ourselves Mm -hmm. sometimes you just need to stop your community like hey i need a hug i need energy i need to just feel some love right now and it was really cool to be in that room and see all of those people stand together and do this um you know, do what we do. It's a tradition of ours, and our friend had went through the program, so he, you know, had his own songs, and and he and that was one of his favorite songs. So yeah. it was really cool to be able to stand with his family as they stood with us, and yes. really just be able to express our love for each other. Yes, and there was so many people. It was packed, packed. Yeah, it was packed. That's I mean, sure. he he had a bunch of us that had worked with him before. Yeah, and in working with him, we uh, a lot of people showed up. You know, not all, we didn't know a lot of them, but I knew so many of them. I got hugs from them. I got to reconnect with them. Uh, People that I hadn't seen in a while, I got to sit and talk to and just, and as I was feeling encouraged, they're like, oh, I'm so glad I felt, oh, I'm coming here today, but I'm so glad I ran into you because now I feel encouraged that I need to get back in a group of talking to people and meeting with people. So it was so powerful that this is what it took, but it brought us all together. 
and just the <laughs> just the day and how it went yes. is a testimony in itself yeah. because it ended up prompting my dad yes. to reach out to his old pathways yes. group. <laughs> and they got on a phone call this past weekend and it's beautiful when you have people to talk to and you can just reach out yes. like, hey, man, can we just talk through some things? And you have people that will love you, ask you That's hard right. questions, hold you accountable, yes. ask you what your goals are, and really get you back steering in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. So the the everything there was so good. And then yesterday I kind of wasn't feeling good. We had my granddaughter's uh, pool party. But yeah. I have a test tomorrow on my lungs, so I can't really afford to get sick, so I chose to stay. Yeah. Because I had a little snotty, runny nose. I chose to stay home from it. But this morning, I woke up so full. My fear, my spirit, I felt so renewed in my in my spirit, in my mind. It just felt good. Yeah. You know, got up and went to church and still feel that, all yeah. because how the week ended and how yeah. You know, God just showed up and just loved me where I was at. Yeah. And uh, I, I just feel so good yeah. right now. Yeah. Just great this weekend and ready to ready to see what God has for me next. There's so much coming up in this next month. Yeah. Next two months. I'm very excited about. Yeah. And uh, so it turned out to be a really good week. It, w- it was. It was. Um, we did. Me and my kids ended up going to my, my niece's birthday party. She turned 11. Yeah. A little heartache. Turned eleven. That's what I mean. Just a miracle in itself that this beautiful baby who you know got to the point of where there was no hope is now turning eleven. Yeah. I mean, she's just a little fireball, and to just see her, and I think she's the coolest kid. I mean, if you she sit is. down <laughs> and have a conversation with her, I mean, it's so fun to talk to her and to just hear her thoughts and her perspective and you know she'll really just kind of explain things to you and you're like okay you know it, i just and love talking she to her. never runs out of things to she say doesn't, boy. she doesn't she is so full of telling you everything if you knew her parents anything. it makes sense yes, how yes. she's a talker like it's that right. but yes it's awesome she's so beautiful you know this, but this whole year has been her year queen of the heart walk yeah. and then turning 11 and yeah. Yeah. And just, it's been great. Miracles so, for sure. Yeah. You know? And so, um, yesterday, you know, we were at the birthday party and, um, I had a migraine, so I was, I was really kind of quiet just cause I was trying to just function. But, um, it was awesome to see, you know, my kids interacting with, um, this family. I mean, it's my sister and all of them, but it's also her extended family. And these are people that were at the funeral and all that stuff. I think it's so cool how cousins play together as they grow up and everything. And that's what this was. Just all these kids there that love each other, that were playing with each other. That is beautiful. And then the adults that came and just had a good time, just chopping up. I just love family time. And it it was so precious because coming off the back of the funeral, and this is that side of the family that the funeral was at, um... You just understand the importance of these gatherings. Like, this is a beautiful thing. And so, um, it was cool. I got to talk to my brother a little bit. And, you know, just, I love him so much. He rescued me from a flat tire this weekend. So, um, he's the best. But, um, and then today, uh, church was amazing. Amazing. You guys, worship, I was so word. I was so blown away, <laughs> but I was also so I, I was so expectant. So I mean, I expected it to be amazing, but I think it even exceeded my expectations. Oh, man, it was great. Um, yes. My my pastor's sermon on brokenness has just been so raw and so real. Yeah, and understanding that while you're walking through brokenness, how do you continue to overcome fear and overcome things that hold you back, overcome your disbelief and um, mm-hmm. he talked about disbelief today and yes. 
it just made sense because I've heard people say, help me, Lord, in my disbelief. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people say that. And the way he explained disbelief is basically something that in your head you know it might be true, but you don't quite believe it to That's be right. true. And I'm like, wow, God. And so, you know, in your head. Because like your head is not lined up with your exactly, heart. Exactly. There's a, no, a lot of knowledge you might have in your head, but in your heart you're like, mm, you yeah. know. And I even think about things that we think about ourselves. Well, everyone tells me I'm great or I'm good. But in my heart, I might not believe that, that I'm good enough, yeah. you know, in different yeah. things where your head and your heart are disconnected. Yeah. So it was such a cool thing to hear him just be authentic in his testimony, what him and his family have went through yes. as a pastor. It was powerful. You know, leading the church and And all things the church has gone through. Yeah, because you don't hear yes. that side of it. You don't yeah. hear pastors usually talking about the rejection and the And they're just talking the about their faith in Jesus. And, and, yeah, and how it's and, just, yeah, it, it was amazing. So, yeah. Um, it was phenomenal. It was a great week. And I do. I feel super encouraged about this week coming Me up. Me too. I feel like, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do. But I do just feel this energy. I feel, you know, compelled that, that something big's about to happen. Like, you know, to just continue to be in the right place at the right time. Yes. Continue to be faithful. Continue to stay committed. Um, because I just know that what God is doing, you want to be where you're supposed to be. Yes. You want to be in his presence. Absolutely. And, and that's what I'm excited about moving forward. Yes. Is just being in his presence and learning that no matter what's happening, no matter if you're on the mountain, no matter if you're in the valley, no matter if it's hell yes. or high water, you yes. keep your eyes on Jesus, the author right. and finisher of your faith. He has that's the right. pen in just because it looks like it's hopeless or, or that it might not happen here, it might not happen your way. One of the things he said today in the sermons, he said, even Jesus prayed a prayer that God didn't answer. Yes, he did. But yes. what he said was, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And Amen. that should be our prayer. Amen. That should be our heart posture. That no matter what we're praying, if that we don't get answers to our prayers, God, it's not my will, God. It's your will be done. And trust that he is doing his will. And we don't our lose lives. our faith through that. That's right. We Absolutely. stay faithful and don't lose our faith. Well, God, yeah. I don't believe you because you didn't answer. Because you didn't answer. He's not that's a selfish. That's right. That's, that's self bottle. Yeah. That's, that's right. Not, mm-hmm. That's right. You trust him to answer your prayer. And yeah. it may be your way. I'm not your way. It may be his way. Yeah. And it may not be time to answer that prayer yet. Or for whatever reason, he hasn't answered it. Yeah. But his will is being done. Just trust that. So. That's for sure. And uh, just, as I want to share this because it's so important to instill these things in our kids too. Yeah. To raise them up in the faith. To raise them up in the things that we believe in. Um, like I said, if you're not teaching them, the world's teaching them. Yeah. And, and then you've got to come back and backtrack. And use what you know to, to counteract what, yeah, what the world's them. teaching them. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I was taking Junior the other day uh, to daycare, and he was saying he didn't want to do water play because they're monsters. And I said, well, you don't have to be afraid. There's not monsters. And he said, well, I don't want to do it. And I said, well, you know what God says about that in the Bible? And he said, what? And I said, God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. Yeah. And I told him, I said, now say that with me. And we said it, God does not give me a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a, excuse me, and a sound mind. Uh-huh. And then I said, okay, so remember that. When God gives you a sound mind, you don't have to be afraid, I told him. So say it again. God does not give me a spirit of fear. And he said it. And I said, so I don't have to be afraid. And he said, so I don't have to be afraid. He said, but what about my sound mind? And I was like, you're right, boy. You walk in that sound mind. He didn't forget. He wanted his sound mind, too. That's right. But you teach him. I am. (laughs) 
Yes, you teach them and they know. Boy, yeah. he didn't forget. He yeah. wanted this podcast. Yeah. Yes, we are. We're talking about you on the podcast. <laughs> we Jenny. are. Yes, we are. I'm sharing our story, okay? I was trying to tell you something. What? That's what? Chicken butt. We're on the podcast. Hold on. Okay, so, yeah. So she's just sharing her story. Sorry. Yes. He heard us talking. He got He news. heard. He knows that's his story. <laughs> but I was just so touched by that, that. And how many times do we say, Lord, what about my sound mind? Yeah. Or Lord say, what about your sound mind? Where's your sound mind at? Mm-hmm. You know, because we get so caught up in other stuff. So I thought, wow, that can work. That can, that can just really lead to a lot of different answers. Yeah. yeah. What about your sound mind? Yeah. And, and, you know, God, man, God is so good. And mm-hmm. just, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I'm a firm believer, you know, raise up a child in the way they should go and they will not depart yes. from it. Even if they do depart from it, they're going to come back Yes, to amen, it. they, they will. They know where their they roots will. are. They know where it's grounded in. They know yes. where their hope is. Their hope is they know it's at Jesus. And, you know, I just remember as a young teenager following Jesus and, you know, we spent years with other uh, teenagers traveling the world, doing yeah. ministry and all this stuff. And when, when I turned 18... Our mentor, who'd been mentoring us all these time, and everyone was growing up, graduating, and all this stuff, and she ended up moving away. And it's yes. like, I mean, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. We miss she, you, Nancy. She was like a, a mom to us all of this time, and I mean, but really, she was like our spiritual she was mom. Amazing. She was just, she you was know, amazing. in everything we did. So when she left, I mean, it's like nobody knew what to do. Everyone had all this free time, and it's like, you know, idle time is the devil's workshop. That's so, right. sure enough, I mean, we just, you know, all kind of went our separate ways, went into the world, was just doing this, that, and the other. And Mm-mm. no matter what I was doing, or even the other people who had grown up in this area with me, no matter what way they went, one thing that we always knew is that it was in Jesus. Everything that we needed, everything that we wanted, everything we hoped yeah. for was in Jesus. What it. what we had to learn was that Jesus, God, and people are not the same thing. That's right. You cannot look to people. Mm, come on. To, and 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 you cannot look to people and hold them up to the same standard that you would hold God and That's Jesus right. to because people are flawed in their That's delivery right. in their portrayal of Ooh, Jesus and God and God. God is. And so it's easy to become church hurt it's yes. easy to be uh, hurt by your pastors when they're trying to lead you one direction and you feel like you should be going a different direction. Yeah. It's easy to be hurt by the church when you feel like they didn't support you when you fell into sin or they didn't support you when you felt like you needed you were doing something and you didn't feel like they did what they were supposed to do. Yes. But you don't understand that people are flawed. Man. People are only doing what they know to do, the That's best right. that they can do it. And God is God. The Bible yeah. says that God is a man, not a man that he should lie. So That's what right. he says is gold. What he says you can take to the bank. It That's says right. his word will not return into him void. That's right. And so understanding, and this is what I had to walk through, understanding that even though I was hurt by the church a few years later, um, whenever I finally came back to Jesus, he just had to tell me, although they represent me, they are not perfect and they are not God. And right. so you have to hold it. You have to understand the difference. And yeah. so um, being able to walk through that, I, I just understood as a young person. And now that I'm older, if you raise somebody up, they're going to know that yes, that's what, where they belong, that that's their home. That's their peace. That's their hope. They are. And even if they're in the world, you know, we pray, God, yeah. bring them back. 
and they know there is nothing more uneasy than knowing that you're called to a life of greatness in God and being in the world. It's super uncomfortable. Yeah. And no matter how you try to drown it away with drugs or drinking or sex or or TV or whatever else you binge or or watch or kill your time on or hobbies or work or where however you bury yourself when you're called. It's like you constantly hear that calling. Like, you can't just ignore yep. it. You just know, I am called. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to be doing something, even yeah. if you don't know what it is. Yes. I know I'm supposed to be doing something more. I'm just over here doing nothing. I'm just over here twiddling my thumbs. I'm just over here. And when you begin, when you know God, you know that he's called you to greater. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I was raised in church. Well, it didn't start off until about third grade. Mm-hmm. But then I was raised in church from third till teenager. And I know who God is. Yeah. And he lived in me. But when I got out in the world and started living that through the in the world, he still spoke to me. Yep. But I didn't answer him always. Sometimes I'd talk to him. Sometimes I didn't. But the more I went on, the quieter the voice got and the quieter the voice got. But I still knew who he was and I still knew yep. that he sees everything I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I still knew who he was. Yeah. Why? Because that was instilled in me. Right. I still true. knew if I was doing right or wrong. Why? Because that was instilled in me when I was young. Yeah. I still knew... If I'm doing this, it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. I need to be in church. I need to be doing this, but I don't want to. I was very selfish. I didn't want to be. Yeah. And but I knew I was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, because I was raised at a young age. Mm-hmm. Raised them at a young age, and they may not choose it, but the, the Bible says they'll come back. So that's true. I'm standing on God's word, not my word. I mean, I truly believe that. Yes. You know? Yes. Just because I've seen it in my own eyes, I've seen it in my absolutely. own life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the in the lives around me, you know, even people yes. who are still in the world, you know, yeah. if you talk to them. You're like I, the, almost one of the first things they say when they talk to you, if you're from their past, when they were serving God, is I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, you know, that's all the time. One of the first lines they hit the you base. with. You know, <laughs> I'm not where I'm supposed to be with God. Yes, you know, and yes, like, I'm yes. not judging you. That's between you that's and God. That's right. You know, hey, come on back. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Back. You know, but um, <laughs> but you know, we we really just want to share. You know, we have had a lot of wins. This week, in the midst of the storm, y'all, there were yes. wins. There were things to rejoice yes, about. Absolutely. There were things to celebrate God about. There were times, oh my gosh, I think this week where I just felt utterly just, just down and like, man. And yeah. but I'm telling you, I felt the prayers. I yes. felt my support. I oh felt those gosh. that I reached out and shared what was going on. You know, they're constant. Krisha, how are you doing? You yes, know, we're praying yes. for you. We're lifting you up. Anything that you need. Yes. I felt that. And I carry that with me Absolutely. each day. That, you know what? If I can't do this on my own strength, mm-hmm. I know that there are people that are praying for me. And yes. I know that it's Jesus that's upholding Amen. me, uplifting me. And even in my pain, even in my hurt, I can get through this no matter what. Amen. No, come what may. What is that? Um, um, because he loves me, I can face tomorrow. Is yes. that the song? Um, because he because he lives. I can because face he tomorrow. lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. That's right. Because I know he holds the future, and life is worth living just because he lives. Just because he lives. So that's it. Just just because he lives. That's yeah. right. You know, I felt. I want to say thank you for all the prayers of the people that were praying for us because I felt them too. Yeah. I wouldn't have got through last week if it hadn't been for the prayers. Yeah, and for the true. people just reaching out and saying. Is there anything I can do? What do you need? Um, you know, and uh, thank God for those people being in my life. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, so, but we go through the hard times too. Mm-hmm. But we know God is there, just getting us through it. You know. Yeah. But um, with that being said, just know, 
You're going to go through struggles, but God will never leave you. In your weakness, he is, he is your strength. And you may not understand that, but in your weakness, lean, lean, in your weakness, lean on him and watch That's right. how you get through that week. And when you get through that week, you'll be like, that was nothing but God. That's right. That's the only way to get through those times. That's right. And that's how I get through them. Me too. And I may not be, you know, a lot of people, you're not your fun, usual self. Oh, no. I still love the Lord inside. I'm, I'm, that's right. I'm good. I'm trying. I'm right. hanging in there, you know. And uh, so <laughs> it is a struggle. Yeah. But, you know, God will get us through. He is my strength and my joy. It says the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's right. So that's he Bible. is absolutely so praise God, praise Absolutely. God. Well, we love you guys. Yes, we do. I pray that this week that you would just see him in the storm. You would see him if you're in the fire. You would see him if you're on the mountaintop. You would see him if you're in the valley. You would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen. And that you would be able to see his hand over your life. Ooh, yes. Even when things happen that you think that maybe shouldn't be happening or you think that this hurts, this is painful for me. I pray that you can open your eyes and see that God is still at work. Yes, amen. That a bad news or a painful experience doesn't mean that God has exited That's right. the picture. Sometimes it's in our brokenness that he can actually do the work that he wants to do. <laughs> yeah. And so I encourage you to find him in your mountain. Find him in your valley top. Find him yes. in the pain. Find him in the joy. Yeah. Don't just lean on him when you need something. Lean on him when all is well too because That's it's right. because of him that we have those moments oh where gosh. we can just rest and be yes. and you know all glory to yes. him all honor to him because he's so good. Yes. The song we used to sing when we were young praise him. Praise him. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noontime. Praise, praise him, him in the, the afternoon. Oh, when the sun goes down. Yeah. And, it, and just praise him at all times. And it doesn't say in the good or the bad. It says mm-hmm. praise him always. That's right. And that's what his word says. So Amen. praise him even through the hard times, through the good times. When nothing's going right, continue to look to him. Continue to look to him. That's we right. need him always, not just when things are going bad. That's right. So praise Amen. God. Praise God. So what did your week look like this week? This upcoming week? Um, yeah. I think just this is my last week of my class. I have a big presentation due, you guys. And I'm so proud of myself because last week I did all my homework way ahead of time. I'm very proud of Krisha. Yeah, I never do that. I'm always procrastinating. This has been her struggle. So, um, anyways, but I have a big presentation due. And it's called the Ignite Presentation, you guys. It's really cool. So, I'm in an advanced public speaking class. And basically, an Ignite presentation, you have to do a 20-slideshow presentation. And you have to put these slideshows on an automatic timer where every 15 seconds they switch by yourself. And you have to have your speech memorized and you have to be able to talk through. I mean, you can use note cards, but you can't just have a speech in front of you. So you have to talk through this speech while your slideshows are going and stay on point because you have no control on stopping the slides or anything like that. 15 seconds is a long time and you're trying to make it last through that. You have five (laughs) minutes. This is ultimately a five minute slideshow. And you have to be able to do it within that time frame. And so, uh, but you can do it about anything. And so that's going to be my hardest thing is, well, what do I want to do about it? What am I passionate about? You know what? So I might do it about a podcast. Who knows? a lot. I know. So that's why I said, so narrowing it so, down, yeah. being able to pick one thing and then yeah. being able to work on the slideshow. But first you, you, they say don't do the slideshow first. Do your points that you want to make during your um, thing first. So. 
the I mean, really, the sky's the limit right now. So that's really cool. I though. think tomorrow I'll spend the whole day brainstorming, and then the rest of the week uh, we will be I'll be doing that. Um, we have a, a a really cool dinner coming up on Friday for the youth of our church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a five course dinner, and so basically you pay as a donation. It's like fifty dollars a plate. And then you go eat this really cool five-course meal by this chef. And, I mean, we just get to support our youth. So I'm really excited about that, too. I think that'll be really awesome. I am. uh, I have a test tomorrow. Pray for me. Mm -hmm. I have to go get my lungs tested tomorrow to see how, where the COPD stands. Hmm? Where the COPD stands that I have. Has it gotten worse or where is it, you know, to see where to move from there. Um, Friday. I know y'all's like, y'all just had an anniversary. What am I going to tell you? <laughs> Me and my husband have two anniversaries every year. One is how long we've lived together because of Oklahoma your common law. So yeah. we celebrate that one. And then one is our married anniversary. We will be married 33 years this Friday. Woo! Praise God. That's the one God honors. That's incredible. <laughs> That's the one God honors. So yeah. just saying, we will be celebrating Friday night. We don't have no money. We'll be having baloney and crackers out in the front hey, yard hey. on the blanket. <laughs> Picnic dinner. But, no, I don't know what we'll be doing, but um, it'll be great. And God is good. And yes, 33 years with this man. And we just keep on getting to know each other better. Yeah. God is good. Uh, we learn how to get through the struggles and through the bad. And we learn how to talk to each other and give each other grace. That's where we're at now. Learning how to stop talking and give the other one grace. That's right. Or to go back and say, okay, I shouldn't have said that. You know, I should listen to what you're saying. You're right. And I wasn't listening. And mm-hmm. just to learn how to swallow your pride and be humble and, hum- and have a little humility about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not all about me. Yeah. That's about sure. us. That's right. And that's how we've made it 37 years. So. That's right. Anyway, praise yes. God. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Right on. I love so, it. My parents. So that's awesome. <laughs> so we have a good week coming up. I pray you yes. guys have an awesome week. Yes. Um, you know, uh, of course, as always, you know that you can reach out to us on Facebook. Yes. I'm under Cresha Joe. I'm on Bonnie Rodriguez. Or you can reach out to Ladies Talk Podcast yes. on the Messengers. You, yes. you know, we can answer questions there. Um, also, you know, um, feel free to, to um, oh, yeah, you can email us at ladiestalkpodcast3 at gmail.com. But um, we just want you guys to know we love you. You are not alone. Look, no matter what you're going through, man, there are wins to count along the way. Yes, there are victories yes. to celebrate Amen. to keep you going. Amen. I want to sure. challenge you who's in your circle that's going to keep you accountable. That's right. That's so, a good question. Yeah. Who's in your circle? That's what I'm talking about. Are so. they a yes person or are they a wait a minute? Yeah. Everybody needs a wait a minute person in your uh-huh. group that's going to say, wait a minute. Wait a What's minute. wrong with this picture? Wait a minute. <laughs> ain't right. So just think about that. Something ain't right. <laughs> the food for thought we love you and we thank you for joining us and we will see you next week or you will hear us next week on ladies Ladies talk Talk Podcast. podcast